Så er der en sild og nachbog. Sorry about that. I'm just finishing an apple. Then we can do a, a podcast. I had one of the fucking worst apples I've ever had no. on the way here. No. Chalky? Yeah, it's all chalky and powdery. Mm. I've, worst kind. I've had some fucking apples in my time, That's lads. That's a fucking disgrace. And it was, uh, I was gutted. Name and it. shame. Breed. Uh, Granny Smith. What? But They're also, usually also, tipped off. Also, there's a little bit of karma here because... I stole it from an know, old woman. Yeah, <laughs> she cursed it. I stole it from Granny Smith. I've got to be honest. I didn't go to town for less than the Pink Lady. Yeah, yeah, no. I do like a Pink Lady, but they are what's that? Seventy nine pence an apple. I know, but I mean, it's like jazz. Jazz is cr- they're delicious, but they're expensive. How many times do you buy four apples and mm. then eat all four of them? Never. See, so you end up wasting apples anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's better just to go go big on the luxury apple. Yeah. Make sure you eat Yeah, that's that that's a fair enough point. And that's my feature, Apple Tips. Matt. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast is all about apples and readers. Today I'm Matt Lees, joined by... I'm Gav Murphy today. And who are you today? John Locke Blythe. John Locke Blythe, played today by Joseph Scrabbles. Uh, this is the Regular Features bums. podcast. Bums! He's, he's cosplaying <laughs> as just John oh Blythe. Oh my God, he said bums. Maybe he's going to do, I don't know, talk about his scrotum hole. It'd be anything in that stripper skin. Joe, I like how back. both me and you are wearing... T-shirts with flannel shirts over the top, as if yep. Kurt Cobain never died. With, with grey trousers. <laughs> yeah. We're like catalogue models for a catalogue no one would ever pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go clothes shopping at some point, I've realised. I've had a really fascinating month, right? Yeah, yeah fucking crazy times, okay. right? Has anybody noticed that over the past few years, I've just been increasingly sad, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, but you've had reasons, though. I know I have, right? I know, like, you know, girlfriend, cancer, et cetera. Like this. Et cetera. <laughs> so, I'm um, glad you started with that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, the list does go on, but I'll, yeah. I won't bore you. Um, yeah, no, obviously there are lots of like, genuinely miserable things happening in my life. But mm. as Log, John Log Blythe, sat with me today, mm-hmm. mentioned a while ago, when I said, oh, I'm just getting really sad all the time, he was confused. <clears> and he said, yeah, but... You've not got a depressive personality. And yeah, you know, you've got sad things happening, but you're not a depressive person. And I was like, yeah, that is weird. Anyway, it turns out I'm not. And um, Because Log told you. Yeah. (laughs) And you've got to believe in the power of Wait, sorry. I know where this goes. Was Log the doctor? (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't. I wish he was. Uh, Yeah, basically I found out I I had a, a, a malfunctioning thyroid that had been going mental. Um, you have to explain because th- I thought thyroid was in your neck. It is, yeah. It's a little gland in your neck, um, and basically it's about food, though. It can be, yeah. It's wow. it basically it affects your hormones, but not ah. your kind of sex hormones. Not your kind of like, oh, I want to. Not the good hormones. Not the kind of like, oh, I want to put something in that. The chips. Or, I want that something in me. Hormones. Yeah. Um, hormones to do with just other stuff. Like, do I want to eat chips? Um, well, that's putting something in you. It is. It's just less good. Good. Depends chips on the chips, mate. Depends yeah. on the chips. Depends whether or not you're hungry or horny. That's. It's I've fact. had I've had yeah. sex with some people and gone after afterwards. Gone. I'd have rather been eating chips. <laughs> you don't say I'm, that. And I'm sure they were as well. Yeah, I was going to say you don't say that to them, though, do you? Uh, not at the time. No, because <laughs> I'm a gentleman. WhatsApp the next day. Yeah. Say that on the wedding day. Actually, know that first night. A WhatsApp voice recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But uh, yeah, basically. Um, there was something physically wrong with me. And it was amazing. Shit. I was like, there's something physically wrong with me. <clears throat> I was really happy. Because I've been to the doctors loads of times in the past few years, being like, I feel crap. I think there's something wrong with me. And there's nothing yeah. more depressing than when they go, nope, you're fine. You're like, oh God, this is just what being alive feels like now. But it turns out it isn't. Thyroid's a little thing in my neck. And but how did you get them to 
how did they get onto the thyroid? Did you go check out my thyroid? Oh, and they're like, fuck me. They, like, they checked a bunch of stuff and they were like, oh yeah, this is way off. Like, that's wrong. Shit. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they basically went, yeah, you've got to take these pills every day forever. But it was amazing. It was like, you know, it's like limitless. I, I took one of them and suddenly... <laughs> you were Bradley Cooper. I was Bradley Cooper. I was walking around... I could speak French. Pointing at people. My shirt was slightly unbuttoned. Yeah. I had like really sexy curly hair. It was really great. But no, I genuinely, I walked around for about two days just grinning. You know, um, in Big, where Tom Hanks is just like, he spends like that first bit of being an adult just smiling yeah. and dicking about. Just looking at his cock. Yeah. Did you buy a big piano? I did <laughs> like a floor piano. But I had like a big on. floor piano in my mind. <laughs> so I didn't need a real and one. every note goes, yeah! I wore myself out for the first two days just from being happy. Like a I, dog I found myself. Tail. <laughs> it was like being on drugs. I kept, at points I kept going, just because I was like, this is a bit much. This yeah. is a bit intense. This feeling of being like That is alive. crazy. There's a fun dark thing about it and that I'm taking like synthetic thyroid hormones, right? But some people in America go, oh, I don't like them. I want the real deal. And what they have is a drug which is made of crushed up actual pig thyroid. Huh? So, which is like, it's like X-Files shit. Being like, my thyroid doesn't work, so I'm going to eat a pig. But then are they just as happy as a pig would be? I don't know. Is I it a happy kind as a pig happy. in shit? Yeah, so that's where it comes from. Jumping in shit. <laughs> I don't know. Bloody hell. But uh, yeah, it's a world wide world whirlpool of fun. I've never heard of, I've never heard of this. It's a, it's a thing. It's I a heard thing. of it in terms of like food when people are like, oh, I've gone overactive. Thyroid. You can have both, yeah. And they eat loads. And the thing is, the interesting thing is, well, interesting if you're me, the reason I went into uh, having counselling yeah. a while ago was because I was having this fucking mad problem where I felt like my heart was going to explode all the time. And I was like, mm, this is a problem. You've got to fucking stop being stressed. Yeah. So I went to counselling for that. Actually, that's a symptom of an overactive thyroid. Right. And what happens is, is it, the reason I got it is, is my immune system fucking attacking it. So it's basically waging war on my thyroid. Oh, and it means that at that point, I kept, be, I kept being like, I said to the doctors, I'm like, keep going from feeling like mad and hyper but really stressed yeah. to just knackered and depressed and tired and that was basically me swinging between the two axes as of a overactive or underactive and it's basically like at that point it was like a captain kicking an engine on a boat and going come on you fucker and it's just splattering in and out of life and that was like a year and a half ago so to be honest the longest story the longest short of this is <laughs> if you're one of these people including myself going yeah. Man, I remember about four years ago that Matt Lees was really fun and happy and full of life, and gradually he's just become a miserable <laughs> cunt. Then, yeah, you're right. You're a doctor. You're, you're actually a doctor, which means you're allowed to wear a white coat. And you should have got in touch sooner. Yeah, you should have told me. Uh, you. That's on you, Doc. Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doctors. Anyway, I feel great. How's everyone else? Good. Yeah. Regular features. We are best friends But you wouldn't know Because you've no friends Sorry, guys, I'm just, I'm just eating another, another apple Where are you getting these apples from? I just got a good deal <laughs> I've got, got a whole uh, bushel I've got a really good deal I keep lights under it A man comes around with his apples and we've got a thing. See the same good. guy that's covered, like made your road a Christmas tree holocaust. <clears throat> it's fucking horrible down there. It is know, mental right? outside. Like, I know. I had to let a couple walk through, like walk, I had to stop 
on this pavement because there's so many dead trees. Where it's because this this place, this area of London is gentry fucked, mate. Honestly, it's like everyone's what, getting real what's trees happened now. is it's like everybody here <clears throat> goes away to their second or third home in fucking France for Christmas and New Year. Yeah. And it means like halfway through January, everyone goes, oh yes, we, we still have to take out the Christmas Oh yes, trees. darling, it's not Christmas anymore. I have no idea. Honestly, it's like a ghost town. It's like a burglar's dream. I walked up the street and in, <clears throat> there's a footpath closed and they were genuinely using some of the barriers were just Christmas trees <laughs> instead of bollards. Like they've just given up. Like, fuck it, we've got loads of wood. Just build it. I think that's good recycling, that is. That's quite fun. See, like, what happened to our tree at work? It's just, like, overnight, all the No, no, someone went. did that, though. They did that on purpose. Someone did that on purpose. So no, he's got a dead tree. Someone just, like, to be able to get it out, I guess, cleaner, someone took all the needles off it. So it was just like, you know, it was just like a brown tree. It looks so sad. Yeah. It's like, are you talking about, so you're saying that you came in the next day and all the needles have fallen off? No, 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 no. They did it in in the day. And there were no needles apparent. I was going to say, because otherwise I'd I'd Occam razor that a little bit and be like, maybe somebody did it or maybe they just fell off. No, 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 no. It's way too short a time. Yeah. We saw somebody had, had like taken the Christmas tree outside, but they cut off all of the branches. So it's just like a Christmas tree, like core. And you think, I just don't. I don't understand why you do that. What have they done with it? It looks like it would be a lot of work. I don't understand a lot of things that some people do. <laughs> like <laughs> this is my feature. <laughs> no, but it's like my fucking daytime radio on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> why do people do these things? That's a feature. No, but like, um, so we're doing like a, a live show thing for work, and um, the the tickets are seven pound, yeah, and the money goes to charity. And, and people are still complaining about the cost, or so, no? Someone messaged me, DM me on Twitter, going, um, "Hi Gav, um, just wanted to check: does the uh, ticket price include travel uh, to the show?" What? The, and I was like, "It's going to be a bus or something." I was like, "No, seven pounds." I was like, "Out of curiosity, where do you live?" He's like, "Nottingham." Brilliant. Yeah, you, for seven pounds, you get a return <laughs> train oh, to London. I mean, this is somebody who's never left the house, isn't I it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean. Utterly mad. That is interesting, though. Like the idea of a ticket. And, what, what's that mindset? When, but from, also, right? when does that when ever does that happen? happen? Yeah. When have they had a thing where it's like, well, of course, that includes travel. Yeah. The only thing right. I can think so of, like supporters clubs for away games. Yeah. That's it. Or like Reading Festival, but you buy your ticket and you get a coach. You yeah. buy it through a coach thing. I was thinking it's like, like Pizza Express, like two pizzas for a tenner. And of course, we'll we'll come and pick you up <laughs> yeah. and take you home. <laughs> take you for a nice little ride around town and drop you back off. Yeah, like, while you eat the pizza in the back. Obviously. Um, but all, the, the, the only thing, like at Gamescom, like your pass gets you on the Metro. Oh, yeah. Like... But these are all mad situations that this guy doesn't know about. Like <laughs> He's never been to Cologne. Imagine thinking that for £7, you get a nice little show and return travel but like from- mate I would be I would be buying tickets to your live shows <laughs> yeah. and it's not coming yeah. just gaming it and like, I'm going to Nottingham for fucking free I'd like. just be going down to Trocadero I'd yeah, be standing on the train cent- uh, the train station just selling tickets be like how much it's 20 quid uh, you can go to this show if you want or not it doesn't matter like one weird tip Southern Rail don't want you to know <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> so you know that you people you people are always saying that I should use my powers for good the readers oh, <laughs> Where mean, that sentence went, it's literally everyone in your life. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know everyone. everyone thinks that you should be better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, um, no yeah, yeah. You know, everyone is saying that I should use my powers for good and not evil. Well, I did it. Did you? And, it, and I came out, well, mm. it came out, I came out good. All oh, right, okay. But I came out minus my phone. Mm. I'm 
And I got used different fun instead. Very much questioning whether you came out good anyway. You've told a lot of stories where you've started saying Yeah, I know. That's the thing is, I'm sure, I, I'm hoping you will okay. in this time. But at the same time, well, okay, you, well, yeah. there have been so many times where you're like, and I was a hero. And then by the end of it, everyone's like, mm. was he Okay, well, th- okay, this is a good, this is that. Okay. So you guys can tell me whether or not I've done the right thing here. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I got, went out and got very drunk. Uh, did some karaoke. Joe was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, got stupidly drunk and then decided to go home. And I got to Brixton and I was in a pretty jolly mood because we'd just been singing karaoke all night and drinking free booze. And uh, I thought, I oh, you know what? I'm going to get myself a McDonald's. I never go to McDonald's, but I will anyway. So I went to McDonald's, queued up, got my little bag then got on my little night bus to go home. Um, the bus gets to the West Norwood's bus station, which is pretty much where I live. And uh, as... I'm walking up. I see two people on the corner um, of the street next to my street that I need to walk through. Mm. It's a man and a woman. And they're doing it. Um, <laughs> it's a man and a woman. And the guy, I can't hear them at this point, but the guy is like pointing at the woman. It looks like they're having an argument basically. Right. So I walk, I walk up and like, they're literally standing where I need to walk. So I have to walk yeah. through them. Yeah. So the closer I'm getting, the more I can hear what's going on. And what I can hear going on is the man calling the woman, like, some of the worst words. I swear a lot, but, I, like, in an argument with someone, I, especially a, a woman, I would not, I, would, well, I, I wouldn't bring out the same words. abuse at a woman in the street. Yeah, it's, it's just a bad it. look. It's not a good look <laughs> yeah. for anybody, is it, really? Yeah. So he was calling her some outlandish shit. Her reaction was, where's this coming from? I don't know where this is coming from. Have you ever been in an argument with a partner in public? And like, that's a shit situation to be in anyway. But like, you, you have disagreements, fine. Mm. But then if you see another person, obviously- You run in the road. <laughs> the, no, the, hum- the human thing is just, just to go, pretend to be normal. Yeah, pretend yeah. everything's normal. We're the happiest couple ever. Ha ha ha. Well, that's why, that's why you end up often the sorts of arguments you see. And I saw one these the other day, the sorts of arguments you see between couples in public. Are you just very slowly walking towards a couple who are just- staring at each other in silence deathly until one of them just walks away very quickly and the other one starts crying because it's like someone's here now it means we can't argue so we have to argue with our eyes with our eyes transferring information you see USB cables going from one temple to the other and it's still awkward we have to argue with our eyes and souls they're just like right someone's here so we need to hide this but then you look at them and you just think you're just saying to each other fuck you really loudly without opening your mouths um but I yeah, wanted that cutlery. But 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 that that is what happens when you yeah, like well, that, you see someone else and you're like shit. Stop arguing for a bit. This guy did not do that. So I'm I have to walk through the middle of them, right, and I yeah. walk through the middle as he's like, "You think I'm gonna fucking let you come back to the house now? You fucking cunt." Was he obviously drunk? Do you know what? I was way more obviously drunk because I was walking around with a McDonald's going, "This is the best day <laughs> of my life." <laughs> like, <laughs> like I I was. Quite, if you looked at me, you were just like, well, guy's Steven. They didn't look that drunk, but I assumed from what was going yeah. on. That, and I walked through as he says, you think I'm going to let you come back to the fucking house? And I was like, I, because I was in this great mood, just burst out laughing. I burst out <laughs> laughing and went, do you know him, love? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, a good response. That, yeah, Which funny. I think is quite good. Yeah. And uh, she, so, and um, she said, yeah, that's my husband. Oh, and I went, I went fucking hell. I was like, 
I was like, don't speak to me like that. I was like, don't, well, don't speak to anyone like that. Especially not your fucking wife, mate. Jesus Christ. Tell this club pounder and chill out. <laughs> and uh, he was like, you stay out of this fucking, stay out of this. You don't know the fucking story. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, okay. I don't know the story, but I don't know what's happened, obviously. But I just don't think you should speak to your wife like that. And I said to her, I was like, you don't have to put up with that shit. Like... And she was like, oh, I'm really, really sorry. I was like, oh, don't apologize to me. I'm fine. And he was like, why don't you just go home, mate? And I was like, I am going home. This is fine. <laughs> I'm fucking Jane. Jane, no. What about it? You think going out with this? <laughs> yeah. They're not going to let me in a club with this. Are they? What club? What's it called? Do you want to come? Um, well, even the membership. <laughs> which is all down me. Yeah. <laughs> so I start, walking, I start walking off up the road. And as I'm walking off, he just starts shouting at her again. So I get about a hundred meters and then like I slowly start to get less happy and less drunk because I just go, that's yeah. actually really fucking sobers out of you order. Up, right? sobers you up. And I was like, that's actually really fucking out of order. So, but I'm, I'm still drunk. So I stop in the street because I can't handle thinking and walking at the same time. Right. You eat the entire bag of food. <laughs> it's like Popeye. I'm, so I'm just, bad. So I'm just standing there looking, looking up the street, there down the bottom of the street and like, I'm just thinking, should I phone the police? Like, because at what point? Because if I phone the police now, people are just like, well, it's just an argument in the street. But I was like, okay, well, I feel like that's an escalating situation. That guy was livid. And then when the thing is, you can always sort of lie to the police as well. You know? Say you pushed her or something. Well, not that. But you can just you can just sort of ham it up and say, you know, especially if you punch just, yourself in the face until you get a bruise. Well, it's one of those things where the police aren't going to come if you just say, oh, some people are having an argument. Like, there's, like, there's a couple yeah. shouting each other a bit. But if you think, even if you don't think any legal action needs to be taken, if yeah. you just think this needs diffusing, this mm. needs breaking up, then even just saying, like, oh, yeah, it's escalating, looks like it might get violent. Yeah. Like, then even if you're not entirely sure that's true, it's better that than just leaving it and not yeah. being sure. So that's the thing. So basically, I'm standing in, in this, in the, on the pavement, but I've stopped. And I kind of turn around because I'm like, what should I, what should I do? I don't mm, know what to yeah. do. And um, she sees me. So she kind of looks and then he fucking spins around, sees me sees me just standing there and starts marching towards me. Oh, so I was hell. like, all right, well, I've made my decision now. Um, so he's walking up towards me and he's like, what? I was like, well, I just, I'm kind of decided whether or not to phone the police. And he was like, what are you going to phone the police about? I was like, because you're behaving in a really disgusting, threatening manner towards your fucking wife, man. And I was like, you shouldn't speak to anybody like that, let alone the person that you're meant to love most in the world. That's getting really preachy because I was hammered. Um, and I was like, what? He was like, well, you don't know the whole, the whole situation. And I was like, yeah, I, and I don't want to know. And he was like, yeah, but you don't know the whole situation. And I was like, okay, I know this, but what? I, 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 I can't even think what situation would happen that you think it's okay to shout at your wife like that in the street. And he was like, yeah, but you don't know this whole situation. And then I just go, all right, well, tell me then. And then I was like, I don't want to know. I was like, no, actually, I don't care. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. And then she comes up, and this is the Sabbath, because like, she starts crying. And she was like, I can't remember what his name was, but she was like, can't you see like how bad this is? Like this guy has, doesn't even know me and he's stopped in the street because he's afraid of the, the, like you might hit me or something. And he was like, don't you fucking get him involved? I was like, dude, right. You need to properly calm down now um, because this does seem like it's getting a little bit out of hand. And she was like, oh, I've left my bag. She walks back down the street to get her bag. Um, and as she walks away, he steps up onto the pavement because he's been on the road and gets like really close to my face. And he was just like, why the fuck are you get involved in this? I was like, because I feel sorry for your wife. And I was like, also, you need to step away from me right now. And he's like, why? What the fuck are you going to do? And I was like, well, 
I don't know. <laughs> like, no one knows when they say that, yeah. really. Like, they can then follow up with a threat, but no one really knows yeah. what they're going to do. No one has ever known the answer to that like, question. Look, I mean, I practiced this combo for years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in theory, you can say, otherwise, <clears throat> I'll beat the shit out of you. But in reality, you might just go down like a bag of potatoes in a yeah. second. Or So I was, I was just like, I just need you to get away from me right now. And he's like, why? What are you going to do? And I was like, just fucking get out of my face right now. And uh, he pushed me. So I was like, fuck it, I just hit him. So I hit him like three or four times and he went down like a fucking sack of spuds. Explain the hits. Uh, How's, he's, he's not gone down after the first. Which combo was it? <laughs> yeah, All right hand, because obviously I'm carrying a McDonald's. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm is... just imagining the sad sight of the McDonald's flapping in your hand <laughs> as you hit him with the other one. Um, oh man, this is, a, this is a horrible image. Because he's super close to me and he's just pushed me away. But So I basically hit him. Like, I like the commitment to your meal though, that you didn't drop it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, McDonald's are like seven quid, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's not good. No place. Right, okay. <laughs> um, I hit him three times square in the face, right, with my right hand very quickly. Um, and he just literally went down because uh, he was lying on the floor there. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> and I was like, called oh. another one. <laughs> I should have called the police earlier. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, she's, has, she's just sort of seen this and it's coming back up. And I was like, oh, look, mate, I'm really sorry I hit you, but you, I feel like, you pushed me and you left me no choice, really. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, I feel like that's the end of it now. Let's, you know, you should get up. I'm not going to hit you again. And he was like, no. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I'm not going to hit you again or anything. Like, I feel like that's the end now. Like, I, was, I went over there. He said, don't touch me. I was like, okay. And he's like, I was like, well, are you going to get up? And he's like, no, I'm staying here. Was he crying? No. He had glass on. I couldn't really see. But his glasses were off because, you know, Will with Murphy just <laughs> went mad on his face. a thousand pieces. Um, but I was like, come on, mate, you need to get out of the road. And there was blood on the floor as well. And I was like, I'm blood on my hands. I was like, oh, Christ, here we go. Oh, my God. So I was like, come on, mate, let me help, let me help you out. Don't fucking touch me. I was like, oh, shit. And then his wife came up and was like, what happened? I was like, come on, love. What do you think happened? And I was like, well, he, she was like, oh, did he hit you first? I was like, oh, not really. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, you look, at your, look at your chest. So, oh, red hand prints. Yeah. And I was like, well, he, he pushed me a bit and then I hit, <laughs> and then I hit him. And she was like, she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, uh, oh, this is weird. Yeah, I, and I was like, um, so I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm trying to help him out, but and she, he was like, I'm staying here. And I was like, oh. in my head, I was like, that's the maddest. Thing. I was like, you're not staying here forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one can. It's live like a toddler, there. I'm not going to bed. Yeah, so it's like the video for Just by Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, he stays there forever. Um, but then she was just like, she, I was just like, look, I'm really sorry. I just, I said to her, I was like, I'm really sorry. I just kind of hope. I haven't made things worse by getting involved. And she was like, no, 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 no. She was like, um, but then she was just trying to help him. Um, and I was just standing there and it was really awkward. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Um, but I was like, look, I've done my bit. <laughs> I was like, Can't be fairer than that. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, I live at a given my address around the corner. So if you guys need to get in touch with me because he's dead, um, <laughs> let me know. So I walked back home, uh, sat down to eat my burger. And then I was like, oh, my phone. And I looked at my pocket and my phone had obviously in the fracas flown out or something like that. Oh, I didn't have my phone anymore. It. But then I was like, I, I think I heard them outside my house. Really? Mm. Well, yeah, I was it, well, that is kind of a weird thing to do, Gav, to beat up some guy and then tell him where you live. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, run away. I mean, I don't think I would do the first part of that. No, no, no. But, but I, I, I feel like I was in, completely in the right Right. So that's why I was just like, <laughs> I don't think Matt agrees. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I just, 
but by giving my address, that was such a good response. <laughs> but by giving my address, I was like, I feel like I, I feel like nothing bad is going to come of this for me. That's really because I feel like optimistic. he that dude now, was a hundred percent in the wrong and deserved everything he got. Yeah, I know, which is but, why I gave him my address. And but so yeah. this, let me finish it. So I I was eating my burger and I swear I could hear them outside. So I thought, well, I'm going to finish this burger and then I'm going to go downstairs. And then I realized I didn't have my phone. I was like, oh shit! So I stuck a hoodie on, run outside to see if um. I could find my phone. They weren't there then at that yeah. point. But I went down to see if I could find my phone and it just, there was no way I was finding it. It's got no. a brown case and there were brown leaves everywhere. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that was, that was a impossible. Um, but yeah. Well, well, that's, I mean, yeah, I think the thing is, yeah, I, I'm not saying you didn't do the right thing there at all. Like, mm. It's just one of those things where I think actually in the reality in those situations, it's fucking hard to work out what you're supposed to do because yeah. you've got so much adrenaline. Uh, if Just because I've had that same thing and I've had the same thing where you just stop and you think, yeah. oh, I, I should do something, but you don't know what. Yeah. And I think even if, even in that circumstance, even if you try and do the right thing, it often ends up getting messy. Yeah. I, 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 I tweeted about it. A lot of people uh, like DM me about it saying like they, they, they've done similar things. I've like three different people said that they got involved in a, a, an argument that was going on in the street because they felt sorry. They felt like it was going to kick off and the woman was going to yeah. punch in the face. And they said, what's ended up in that was they end up fighting the man and then the woman was hitting them as well. Yeah. Like that's yeah. happened to like yeah. a bunch of people. But it's sad because it's just like, it's clearly an abusive relationship. Yeah. And people are in deep with that. But they, think, like, when I it didn't... gets to that point, it's obviously extreme, but yeah. it's like, yeah, this is clearly, because you're right. That just doesn't, there's no excuse for that. No. Even if like you find out your wife's like been cheating on you or something. Yeah. You, you don't just, I mean, like you just leave. I would just go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't end up like screaming at someone in the street. No. I just really hope that I hadn't made things worse for her. Ultimately, you are the good guy. Yeah. But you did use the phrase, nothing bad of this can come of it for me. So <laughs> yeah. six out of 10 good. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I do, I do love your optimism that like, it's fine to beat up someone and give them your address because you're in the right. Yeah. That's like, shows to me, like I'd say optimism, but let's be honest, it's naivety. Um, vigilantism is what you've done. Yeah, I think you need to go more vigilante. I, I reckon if the, if he took me to court, I'd be like that dude who did the tweet about blowing up the airport. I thought you were going to say George Zimmerman. <laughs> I, I would get off. She got free. I would be like that guy because I think he ended up with like a lot of free legal counsel from really really good solicitors and stuff because people were like, "This is obviously ridiculous mm. that." Um, He's been taken to court. So I feel like if that happened, I could tweet Stephen Fry or something and be like, oh, Steve, you know, you really stuck up for that guy with the airport thing. Well, I'd have be a bang a, on this. I'd, I'd, be episode his, of a I'd be up his dude when I was pissed, right? So, and uh, um, he's, a, he's a quid. I think, I think I might be going to jail for a Steve. So. <laughs> I like you on QI. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't like Sandy Tox, which is not as good as you. So. <laughs> I mean, I'll ask her if you're not, if you haven't got money. <laughs> All right, Sandy. Uh, yeah, Steve did say no. <laughs> so if you've got a couple of pounds, that'd be good. <laughs> Cheers. So overall, I did all right. You're oh, yeah, okay. I think so. Thanks. I think if you're going to do this, Gav, you need to go full vigilante and just murder them. <laughs> Have you seen the documentary Daredevil? <laughs> you did the right thing. Because I think, I think too often in life, people just think, don't get involved. Yeah. And that's kind of a bit of a mantra. Mm. And actually... That's the way the world goes to shit. Yeah. That's all David Attenborough's fault, that not getting involved. He's he just sitting back. Oh, I'll just he watch didn't even go die. on the shoots. No. He's just fucking doing all that. From Sits in an edit suite. In Hammersmith. They did put all the turtles back in the sea, though, didn't they? Which I thought was disruptive. They meant to? Yeah, no, the bit where in the most recent thing where all the turtles are going across the road. Yeah. And they were like, they said, they tweeted afterwards because everyone was like, because it was just all these turtles getting crushed by vehicles. 
Have you not oh, seen it? No. I haven't seen that. All oh, right, sorry. Oh, I, can't, I can't watch that. Well, no, when you watch no. it, it's fine. When you watch it, just say, just let just know that after they filmed those turtles, yeah. they put all the turtles back in the sea. Right, okay. But it's like, it's going to keep happening all the time anyway. Stick a fence up. Oh, Amber. It's not to do with that. It's, <laughs> it's to do with the sun. It's to do with the sun. <laughs> the newspaper. No, no, no. <laughs> Get these migrant tortoises off our beaches. <laughs> One of them nipped at my heels. <laughs> I haven't been the same since. Yeah, they just wrote this. They just wrote this really racist expose about turtles, mm-hmm. and now everyone's like, "Fucking murder them! <laughs> Drive as many cars over them as you possibly fucking can. Even the big ones. They need like monster trucks <laughs> for like the Galapagos turtles. They like drive over them with monster trucks and do donuts and stuff. It's really yeah. good. It's a really good documentary. You should check it out. <laughs> I'm going to do a feature now. Okay. It's a quiz about something that lots of people know about. But how much do people really know about it? That thing. This is the film Shazam. It isn't the film Shazam. It is. It is the, the intro jingle. And now it's time for a regular feature. Regular features. There's a podcast for the readers. This is. <laughs> we can use that as a jingle forever. Yeah, that's a jingle Here's forever. A jingle. I'm using yeah. that forever. Yeah. It's a jingle, custom jingle. That's why I didn't make it specifically about this feature. Yeah. Mm. Always thinking about the long tail. Very smart. Always yeah. thinking about the long tail. And you know what else has got long tails? Dinosaurs. Brachiosaurus. That one as well. There's a lot of dinosaur stuff in the world, right? There's a lot of dinosaur facts, yep. a lot of dinosaur fictions. Mm. And what I thought I'd do is um, is try and do a little quiz about a very popular film to do with dinosaurs. Now, does anyone know what the name of that film might be? It's going to be The Land Before Time, isn't it? <laughs> it's not The Land Before <laughs> Time. Gully. It's not fun. It's not dinosaurs in Fern Gully. I don't know. I thought it was about dinosaurs. I've never watched it. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Come on, have a think, have a think, have a think. Uh, Jurassic uh, World with Chris Pratt. Close. Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. With no, Chris Pratt. no, 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 no. Wrong, wrong angle. Come on, come on, Gav. You know this one. Is it Jurassic Park? It's the Jurassic Park. Yes. So basically, we have here a film about the, the quiz about the Jurassic Park. But I know that Gav is a massive, massive Jurassic Park nut. Parkhead. So Park or you might have a bit of an advantage here. But still, it's fun for people at home. It's fun for the readers as well. So, let's have a go and see how we get on. So, question number one. Dennis Nedry famously squared up to Spielberg at the end of his audition, demanding that the director let him be a dinosaur. Eventually, they would come to a compromise in which Dennis would instead be allowed to wear his own shirts to work and would get to put his face on all of the computers in the film. This was achieved by tweaking the plot so that Nedry's character would hack the park's computers, causing the park to fall into disarray, characters to die, Etc. Etc. Yeah. So this is actually about the film itself, but is that true, or is that false? Well, everyone wants to be a dinosaur, so I'm going to go true. Oh, that's, that's really good. True. True. I think true. Let's ask a dinosaur. <laughs> it's true. Yay! <laughs> Which dinosaur did we ask? I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, that's, that's that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, <laughs> question number two. <laughs> no, no humour there. <laughs> I know an answer. <laughs> the original screenplay for the Jurassic Park actually featured 12 Tims, the young grandson of the park's creator, 
Mr. Big Jurassic. This plot point is definitely explained by that animated DNA character what does the bit about dinosaur eggs near the beginning, culminating in an ethical discussion between Mr. Big Jurassic's decision to create 11 perfect clones of his little blonde grandson. An argument which is quickly curtailed when Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, utters the classic line that remains in the film's final script. Listen mate, it's chaos theory. Let the old fucker do what he wants. I want to go and look at some dinosaurs. Is that true? Or is that false? I mean, I don't know. This is new to me. So well done. Tims. I think there aren't 12 Tims in the world, let alone. So you don't think in the original version of the film well, there yeah. were going to be 12 Tims? Where would you get no. all those actors? Yeah. Would well, it be the same actor? It'd be mostly CGI. Yeah. Like the dinosaurs? I don't think. What? I don't think it's that, it's that sort of thing. You think that's false? I think that's false. Okay. Call bullshit let's, on that. Let's see. That sounds good, dinosaur. Yeah. Also, Dilophosaurus. <laughs> Is that Dilophosaurus as well? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Dilophosaurus. That's him spitting out his goop. The other one was him circling. Yeah, that was his him prey. having a chat with Ned. Mm. Actually, that was true. So I knew you got that one wrong. There were, in fact, what? Oh, yeah, I said false. You said false. Come on, Gav. You're supposed to be a fucking expert at this stuff. Okay. Next question. In the original screenplay for The Jurassic Park, 11 of the 12 Tims flat out die during the iconic scene with the electric fencing. Love it. John Hammond and his fake family quickly clamber over the fence before all 12 Tims in unison begin shouting that they're scared of heights or something, starting a brief but fascinating discussion about the implications of cloning and behavioural agency in humans. This conversation is sadly cut short when the electricity to the fencing is suddenly switched on and probably running through the metal of the fence in a strangely staccato, slowed-down fashion that causes each of the clone boys to be propelled away from the fence in pain in a rhythm that exactly matches the bit where it keeps saying take at the start of Mel and Kim's Respectable. I thought it was going to be like, who let the dogs out? <laughs> that would have been, I mean, that would have been true maybe in a different world, but not in this one. Um, and, but immediately following from this, the film would then cut to a music video of lip-syncing dinosaurs um, singing Mel and Kim's Respectable um, in an effort to soften the immediate blow of 11 children being electro-burned to death that is a fucking... in a film that they frankly hoped would get a PG good song <laughs> <laughs> and would would the Jurassic Park have been a better film if dinosaurs had sung that song in it mm, I mean who are we to know we'll never know we'll never know because they didn't some things it. man aren't meant to know but is it true that this sequence was in the original screenplay of Jurassic Park true yeah it's it's oh no I almost, almost I almost gave you the answer without asking a dinosaur let's ask a dinosaur Another Dilophosaurus. I think it is, yeah. Hey, there's a good dinosaur. It's true. Hey! It's true. You got it right. Next question is getting is getting tricky now. In the film The Jurassic Park, fans classically became divided about a scene in which two children, the two children, sorry, discover a buffet of melting ice cream and eating so much of it that they incur a powerfully intoxicating sugar rush, take off their shoes, dance in the platter of melting ice creams as if crushing grapes to make sweet, sweet wine, uh, the impact of which then activates dinosaur DNA particles that had escaped from the jar in Daniel's backpack after being carefully reverse-sucked into these jar containers by Dr. Ian Malkin, 
played by Jeff Goldblum. And long story short, they create ice cream dinosaurs that hunt the children for half an hour of screen time, spraying blasts of raspberry ripple into the mouths of both children until they are repeatedly violently sick. Was that a scene in the film, The Jurassic Park? So this is actually in the theatre release of the film. Oh. Was this in the film, The Jurassic Park? Well, I remember it because I know every scene of Jurassic Park because I'm a parkhead parkour. So that sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. You're right. It's in the film. Of course, it's in the film. That was an easy one. Next question. The Jurassic Park was, of course, based on a book. Uh, Michael Crichton's What If Dinosaurs Were Real But In A Theme Park? In the iconic scene, which has a car that has fallen off a cliff and is balancing on a wobbly bit of tree, Dr. Alan Grant and Mr. Big Jurassic's granddaughter Lex must carefully decant the vehicle of Tim's in the hope of stopping the car from falling. After pushing 11 of the 12 clones out of the jeep, the car stops teetering ominously forward. Uh, Lex and Dr. Grant look at each other as if to say, phew, that was a close one. And then the car falls down, landing on the rocks below, um, and it's, it's cushioned uh, with the soft bodies of the 11 clone boys um, that they'd thrown out of the... Hey, clone boys. <laughs> clone boys, get a room. Get a jeep. jeep. <laughs> True or false, though, Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, then utters the classic line, one out of 12 times, uh, life finds a way. Bang on. Mm-hmm. Let's ask a dinosaur. I'm afraid that's false. Jeff Goldblum's character is not in that bit of the film. He's somewhere else doing a different scene with different actors, Gab. Yeah. Get your fucking Good dinosaur. Good dinosaur. Together. Good dinosaur talk. Thanks very much. I'll do them all myself. Um, In Michael Crichton's What If Dinosaurs Were Real But In A Theme Park, an astounding 18 of the book's 23 chapters were graphically committed to describing the moment at which Donald Gennaro, Mr. Big Jurassic's lawyer, is eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex whilst hiding in a toilet. The book was in fact even dedicated to Donald Gamalo, the lawyer who worked for Michael Crichton's ex-wife during the lengthy process of the couple's divorce. Almost explicitly alluding to an element of inspiration here, the book's foreword also simply read, Die on a toilet, Donald, you fucking piece of shit. True or false? I know it's tricky, but I'm going to do that. I think it's true. Because people are shit. It's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Some people thought it was a bit on the nose, but I like it. I like it. it. Final question. A rejected script for the film The Jurassic Park saw every other character eaten by dinosaurs whilst Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, lay on a table with his shirt fully unbuttoned, sweating slightly, talking to himself about chaos and life. After a full five minutes of on-screen silence whilst Jeff Goldblum breaks the fourth wall by staring directly into the eyes of the audience, Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, quietly utters a line that never made it into the final film. I refuse to believe that you aren't familiar with the concept of attraction. After that, it's just Jeff Goldblum jacking it for about 40-45 minutes. Jeff Goldblum's script was almost made it into production, but it was rejected by the studio after substantial market research testing revealed that if Hollywood gave audiences exactly what they wanted in such a pure, powerful and meaningful way, then that would be it. The industry would be over, the entire medium of film would effectively be done. Is that true or false? I think that's true because there are elements of Jeff Goldblum 
Jack and his little raptor claw in Jurassic Park, The Lost World, the sequel. Yeah. So I think that's bang so on. So you think that some of that got used in the <clears> sequel? <throat> he leveraged his star power. Yeah. So well, he's, not, he's the star. Again, unless we use that script. If he wants a jacket on a subway while a man talks to him about Jurassic Park, he'll bloody well do it. Well, let's ask a dinosaur. It's 100% factually true. Yes. So mm-hmm. I hope we've all learned something about... I um, have, and I thought I knew everything there was to know about the Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park is a classic film, but it's funny that if you actually think you know about things, sometimes you don't. There are 11 yeah. more Tims in them than you remember. <laughs> 12 Tims. Honestly, that film, it would have been very different. I don't know if the very Jeeps different. would have been bigger or the same, but full of Tims. It's absolutely chocker with Tims. Really more on the top. You could put like... I guess a third of a Tim in the glove box? I don't know. I don't want to think about that. It's weird. You could put one in where the spare wheel goes underneath. Well, instead of the wheel. Yeah, take Mate, the wheel out. Death trap. They don't use the wheels, do they? They're on rails. Oh, that's a good point. Very good point. Do the wheels turn? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was regular features for another week. Sewn up in the bag. Did you think that this pod thing was cursed I don't anymore which is good this this is uh, uh, the first episode of regular features yeah. uh, recorded on the pod beast we did pod actually beast 5000 the pod beast 5000 we did record one with me yeah. and Log and Steve but it came out really miserable and shit and unfunny so we just didn't put it online which is fine but when we turned up you were worried that this thing was cursed I wasn't super worried about it but it was because Steve said at the start he's like it's different Ooh. he sort of said in an ominous way like an old lady does at the start of a film <laughs> Uh, before something bad happens, she's like, oh, he's like, ah. Before she this- drops her guts. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. <laughs> Your family will never podcast again. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's pretty good. Hopefully it sounds good. It should sound good once I've done the tweaking, my fiddling, my levels, etc. Um, but if you've enjoyed the pod beast, then do know that the pod beast was made by me. So why not thank <laughs> me? But if you like the podcast, though, generally, what you could do is you could go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and you can maybe give us like a dollar an episode or something if you think that it's worth that. But if you also like us, go to canalcafe.com and buy tickets for our next live shows. There's some coming up in February. Yeah. Then there's another one in March, April. April. Go have a look. Go buy some tickets. Come to a live show. Bring a friend. Support some patient. Or just listen to it or tell your friends about it. People have had sex because of our live show. So if you've never had sex before... I've Come to our live show. Of our live show. Come to our live show. I've had sex in spite of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just as good. Just as good. It's, it's all sex. Good, yeah. It all counts. There's one guy who comes whose girlfriend now refers to him by a whole new name because of the what? podcast. What? Flathead. Flathead. Flathead gets called oh, out. Um, call him changes everything. Yeah. Oh man. I chucked, I chucked something in it. We chucked something in it. Oh, Pokemon, Pokemon card in. And it landed on his head because his head's so fucking flat. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> flat So yeah, come to a live show and you might um, end up having a permanent negative uh, <laughs> nickname. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.